You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Alright, and welcome back to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And today we are talking about possibly the greatest example of fan outrage actually being a good thing. <laughs> we are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog from 2020. What is, I, I believe, is on record as the most successful theatrical release of a video game movie ever. You could be correct on that. I, I, I did not get a... Did you get a, a budget? I forgot to look out the budget for this one. Yeah, it's... Well, it, the budget's iffy. It's anywhere between 80 and $95 million. Okay, it's well, somewhere I, in there. Well, I know it made more than that. It made a lot more than that. Yeah, it grossed total $306 million, Yeah. So. so, yeah, I would say probably the most successful ever. And I can't help but wonder if everyone who went to see this, this movie didn't see it for the same reason I did. I remember when the original teaser came out... And the internet just shit itself because of how horrible Sonic looked. He looked so weird and so bad. And everyone was just like, what the hell? And Paramount actually said, okay, we hear you. We're going to fix this. And I was like, that's that's really cool. I think I'll actually go go see this movie just because of that. Yeah, and I know they did spend $5 million changing his look. That's yeah. where $5 million of the budget came from. That, that is not surprising at all. Um, cause yeah, CG and stuff like that is a long and complicated process. I was, I forget what I was watching the other day, but, um, I think it, oh, this guy was talking about, um, Pixar and like some of the worlds that they create and stuff like that for their movies. And he was saying how it can take days to, to, uh, render a single frame of animation. Wow. Like one twenty fourth of a second. It can take days for that stuff to actually render. Whew. Yeah. So, it is not easy. I actually wanted to go into computer animation once upon a time, but I decided against it. <laughs> Anyways, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, the last movie I actually went to see in a theater before COVID hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, this is my shoe-in for Best Picture. <laughs> and the Oscar for Best Picture goes to Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I would love to see that. Oh, uh, the last movie I went to see was Fantasy Island. No, not Best Picture. So. No, okay. So. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog holds a Rotten Tomato critic score of 63% and an audience score of 93. I'm going to side with the audience on this one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. You're somewhere in the middle? Yeah, 93 is high for me, but... Now, I know you had a Genesis growing up. Yes. Were you as much a Sonic the Hedgehog kid as you were anything else, or or, or did you not really care for it? No, I, I played a lot of Sonic, and it was the only game that my dad would play with me. Oh, really? So, so Sonic was a pretty big deal growing up. Okay. I will say that. Like I played Sonic, Sonic Two. I got to Sonic. I know I got up to Sonic and Knuckles. Uh huh. I think that was probably the last time I played Sonic. Sonic and Knuckles. That was like the last really good one, as far as I'm concerned. Because when they started making him go 3D, the games weren't as good. I mean, he's. They have made some horrific Sonic games. Like Sonic 06 is probably the most infamous of them. It's just a terrible, terrible game. Oh. Um. Now, some of the ones they've made more recently were less terrible, but I I grew up... See, I didn't even have a Sega Genesis growing up. I had a friend who had one. 
Um, I was a Nintendo kid. But then um, I remember one day after church, he mentioned he got a Sega Genesis. And I was like, Mom, Dad, can I go over to Ryan's house and play? And sure enough, they, they, they said okay. Now, did he have the Sega channel just by chance? No, he did not. We had a friend who had the Sega channel. I've heard of the Sega channel, but I've never known anybody who had it. We never got to play. Every time we tried to go over there, his dad was playing a golf game. And uh, like, come on. So yeah, see, well, okay, you know, funny you mentioned that. At Ryan's house, his dad always wanted to watch football. And he only had one TV in the house. And no, his dad was not. Actually, no, they had a second TV back in like the bedroom. But he wanted to watch football on the big TV. That may be why I hate sports so much. <laughs> So I'm like, I want to play video games. You can watch that on any other TV. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like I, I didn't even know. I, I think you said you had the 8-bit Sega system, the Master System, bef- the one before the Sega Genesis. My brother had it. Oh, your it, brother so I had grew it. Up with it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. My brother had that. See, one. I didn't even know Sega had an 8-bit system until like 2011 or 12, when someone was talking about the Sega Master System. Like, well, is that the Genesis? Like, no, that's something completely different. <laughs> Now, any of our UK listeners, you would know it as the Sega Mega Drive, not the Sega Genesis. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I um, there's there's a British YouTuber I watch. His name's Daniel Ibertson, and he talks a lot about... Apparently, in the UK, Sega was a lot more popular than Nintendo was. Oh. Wow. I don't know why. It's like, here in America, Nintendo was the dominant life form, and in, in the UK, it was Sega. I'd love to know why. But, um, yeah. So, I remember finding out there was going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon... And I didn't know, but there's actually two at the time. There was Sonic the Hedgehog, which was like, it wasn't like really dark, but it, 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 was, it was a bit more serious in its in its content. You know, there was, there was a lot more peril. And then there was the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was like really goofy looking, really cartoony style. And Jaleel White actually voiced Sonic in both of them. Wow. (laughs) That's right. Everyone who's listening, Steve Urkel was the (laughs) voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, three times because he came back to voice Sonic again in the Sonic Underground series, which I've only seen like one episode of. It was pretty terrible, apparently. Um, So, yeah. I mean, video game movies have such a long history of being pretty bad. Some of them are so bad they're good. Like Mortal Kombat, which we uh, we had recorded an episode on Mortal Kombat, but um, Adam fucked up when he was moving files around on his computer and accidentally deleted it. So, know that there is an episode of Cinematic Blind Spots that you guys will unfortunately never get to hear. I am sorry. I can't believe I'm considering a career in the tech industry when I do something that stupid. But, anyways... <laughs> Live and learn. Adam. Yeah, live and learn. I'll, I'll, I'll never make that mistake again. It's like, wow, this file's got 40 gigs in it. I should probably get rid of it. And like, oh, then I wait, later went back to, to, you know, put that episode together. I was like, oh, shit, that episode was still in there. Uh, anyway, so when I, when I heard that there was a Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out, I wondered if Jaleel White would reprise his role as Sonic. But no, they got Ben Schwartz to do it. But Ben Schwartz does an amazing job as Sonic. Um, this movie was directed by Jeff Fowler and written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. Yay, Josh Miller, <laughs> the horror guy. <laughs> really? What has he written? He wrote The Final Girls, which is an homage to a whole bunch of 80s horror films. Oh, pretty great. okay. Cool. Um, and as we said, got Ben Schwartz as Sonic 
uh, James Marsden as Tom and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. I love they call him Dr. Robotnik in this and not Dr. Eggman. Yes, originally in Japan, he was Dr. Eggman, but when they imported Sonic to the States, on the in the at the very beginning, he was Dr. Robotnik. And then somewhere along the way, they started calling him Dr. Eggman. Well, we get that. Yeah, we get that, but it just... For, me, for people like me who grew up on Robotnik, Eggman sounds really dumb. <laughs> um, so, Josh, have you got anything in the way of who could have been whose? I didn't even think to look of that. Oh, yeah. Got a list of people who almost voiced Sonic. So we'll start with that list, and then we'll go into another one. Okay. Tom Holland. No. Spider-Man. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. Olaf himself, Josh Gad. Uh, that probably would have made Sonic way more annoying. Yes, I agree. Um, Star-Lord, Chris Pratt. Again, no, I could not picture Star-Lord's voice coming out of, coming out of Sonic the Hedgehog. The leader of, uh, what is that band? He, Andy Samberg. I can't remember that band that he created. Oh, He's from uh, SNL. Flight of the Concords? No, 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 no. no wait, uh, Lonely, Island. Lonely Island. Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. I, was like, right. I knew it had Island in the title. Okay. Bill Hader. Mm. <laughs> Will Forte. What? Will Forte? Okay. <laughs> Sheldon from Big Bang, Jim Parsons. Oh, God, no, please. <laughs> Charlie Day. I could maybe see that. Paul Rudd. Okay, <laughs> I could possibly see that, yeah. And Adam Devine, which would have been interesting because he's actually in that Final Girls movie I was talking about. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, those were definitely some interesting, uh, some interesting possibilities. But I still think Ben Schwartz is probably probably the best possible candidate for the job. And there were also some people considered for Tom. Oh, so we'll start with the one we've already heard, Paul Rudd, also considered for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying for both. Well, I was. I wonder when it says considered. Like, I wonder if the studio wanted him mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do it. I mean, he was probably doing something with the Marvel universe, right? So I don't know if it was he got turned down or if he, he turned, turned them, them down, down or if or if they just flat out said, you know what, we can't afford him or something. But then we got Captain America, Chris Evans. I could not picture that. I'm sorry. I, I didn't recognize this name, Jake Johnson, and I forgot to look up who it was. Jake Johnson. That name sounds familiar. I don't know why. Yeah, so we also have Michael B. Jordan. Okay. So Creed. Uh-huh. Bill Hader, again. Again. I, Bill- I forgot he was in there. Jason Siegel. so another part of that group of the Apatow family. Uh-huh. Justin Timberlake, although he's doing Trolls, so he probably didn't have time for this. Yeah, probably not. Adam Pally. If you don't know that name, he actually plays the deputy. So he didn't get the role oh, of the Sheriff Tom, okay, but he got, but the he, he got the deputy part. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to say uh, Ansel Elgort. Is that how you say his Ansel name? Ansel Elgort? Baby yeah. driver? Yeah. 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 Milo Ventimiglia. Oh you know my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's the dad from Le- um, um, This Is Us. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Jack Black. <laughs> that could have been interesting. <laughs> Ed Helms. And Owen Wilson. Oh my gosh. Wow. There were a lot of A-lister talent either considered or trying out for this movie. Right. That is insane. Yeah. Wow. So before we get into the review, we want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at the Married Mash podcast. Be sure to go check them out. And we'll be right back. Hello, I am Christy. And I'm Leighton. 
And together we are a new podcast on whiskey tasting called Married Married Mash. Mash. Where we discuss life, family, and pretty much anything. Yep, and Layton brings a new whiskey for me to try. Will we clink it? Or will we sink it? Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, always drink responsibly. Indeed. So Sonic the Hedgehog begins probably in the best homage to a video game I think I've ever seen in a movie with the Paramount logo, but the stars have been replaced with rings. Yes. And then there's like, you know, the Sega logo, and it actually plays the Sega, Sega sound. And I remember hearing that so, so much when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love that. Um, And we just get this opening shot of San Francisco, and at first like, okay, San Francisco, but then you see... Something blue being chased by something red and explosions and shit like that. So Sonic and Robotnik are already duking it out. And Sonic is, you know, it pauses. It does that stop. Let me go back to the beginning thing. And and I love Sonic's like, am I going too fast? Am I going too fast? Let, let, let's go back to the beginning. And then everything starts to wear Ryan and he's actually going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making all that, that noise. Now, I don't know if you caught it did, or not catch it, but did if you watched it, there was an alternate opening. Oh, I did not notice that. Yes, I didn't the, see. I, I didn't see that. I, yeah. I didn't. I haven't watched any of the special features yeah, yet. I was watching it, and it was actually Crazy Carl, who <gasps> we meet later, setting up in the field trying to catch the Blue Devil. And he's like, "I'm gonna catch you," and he, but he passes out on the table while he's doing puzzle. Right, <laughs> and as he's sleeping, Sonic rushes by, fixes the whole puzzle. It's like a thousand piece puzzle, and of course he gets it done. <laughs> He ends up, he's got like bear traps out there. Sonic's running through the bear traps. They're not being set off. Uh-huh. Crazy Carl's getting mad. He ends up tied upside down in one of those loops where you set a okay, trap. Okay, so that, it was the stuff they showed later in the movie when they were introducing Crazy Carl. Yeah, yeah. Is that same? Okay, okay. Yep, and then that, that was the original opening. Well, that would have made things interesting, but I kind of like the way they did things. I mean, it's not too bad. So we go, you know, we flash all the way back to Sonic as a little, little hedgehog. In a in, from a planet or an island that looks suspiciously like Green Hill Zone. I mean, I love so many of the homages in, to the game because there's even a shot where he, where he like you know he does the loop de loop and then you right. see him running across a bridge in the background and the bridge collapses yes. after yep. he runs over it. Yep. Like that is there. There's so many. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Later in the movie, like almost at the end, there was an homage that almost got me teared up. Oh my I'm, goodness! I'm okay, not. I'm not then. gonna lie. Um, so young Sonic was born with powers that he didn't keep a secret, obviously. <laughs> now this character, Longclaw, I have no idea where she came from. I don't think I've ever seen her in any of the games. She's an owl. Right. And she's taking care of Sonic. She's raising him. I guess he's an orphan. Um, but then, and, and you know, she, she, you know, Sonic comes swooping into the house and she's like, oh, you, someone could have seen you. I was like, ah, nobody saw me. But of course somebody saw him. He, they get attacked by a tribe of echidnas. And if you don't know what those are, those that's what Knuckles is. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, did you notice those guys looked like Knuckles? I guess you're right. I didn't think about it. Though, you didn't? But no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I recognize that immediately. I mean, they're echidnas. So, so we know Knuckles probably exists somewhere in this universe. Um, now she tells him, you know, she, she's got these rings and the rings are magic and they're, they're portals. So his rings actually have a purpose. They're not just for extra right. lives. Right. Um, and so, like, she gets, like, hit with a, a an arrow or something. And or she gets hurt, and she's like, okay, Sonic, go. She sends him to Earth and's like, never stop running. And little Sonic, you know, is alone on Earth by himself now. So, and, and another deleted scene, Longclaw actually goes with him and grows old, and Sonic has to end up taking care of her, and she just dies of old age. Oh, that would have that been kind of interesting. I don't know. Um, 
so now we have Green Hills, Montana. I love that. That they that it's not Green Hills Zone, it's Green Hills, Montana. Now yeah. Tom Donut Lord is yes. sitting in his patrol car with a radar gun, but there are no cars coming. He's just sitting there. Yeah. And he's like, he sees something, but it's a turtle going one mile per hour. Not even. It was like point zero 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 six. Oh, I was like, okay, right. It was something. Yeah, not <laughs> even. even he, he was like, and then he's like, hey, buddy, where's the fire? What's the rush? <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. Like, he's he's such a goofy character in this movie. I guess it's kind of like, I, mean, I never saw Hop, but that's another movie where he's been playing alongside a computer animated animal oh, character. Right. Um, but uh, he's just so goofy in this movie. Uh, but then this blue blur shoots by his car. And then again, going 300 miles per hour. Yep. So he gets out to look and finds one of Sonic's quills. And then he gets a call from Deputy Wade, your, the guy you yes, were talking about. Yes, I didn't write that down. He said, he's like, hey, Sheriff, there's a violent gang shooting. I'm just kidding. A duck stole a bagel. <laughs> there are some fantastic one-liners in this movie that <laughs> just have you laughing the whole time. And then the turtle almost gets flattened, but Sonic saves him. He's like, whoa, little buddy, you're trying to get yourself killed? Hey, I know what you want. You want an adrenaline rush? You're an adrenaline junkie? He goes running. And you see, you see the little turtle's like <laughs> face flying in the wind. And uh, pl- of course, playing uh, Having a Good Time by, uh, by a Queen. Lovely song. Wonderful song. Sonic takes him for a run. And whenever he puts him down, the little turtle's like shaking. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck was yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Sonic is, you know... This is where we get to see how he's been surviving for the last... We don't know how many years. We don't know ten, how... No, it says 10 years Oh, later. did it say 10 years? It said okay, 10 I years missed, later. I missed yep. that. So, so now he's at least 10 years old. And he is, you know, living... He's got this... He's got this, like, little hole, this little cave that he lives in, which I've heard people say might be a a homage to the place where they lived in the Sonic the Hedgehog comic and the Sonic the Hedgehog um, TV series I was telling you about, which they called it Knot Hole. Okay. Which, like, all the characters lived in the woods and it was all underground and stuff, and they just called it Knot Hole. Okay. Um, so, I don't know if that was real or just something someone thought, hey, that looks like... And I did notice he's playing ping pong with yes, himself. I that too. But the sign, it's a road sign, like a... Like a, like a um, yeah, like a like road sign you'd find you'd find on on the side of the road, and it says Hilltop Road. That's another that's another Sonic Hilltop Zone, um, and he's watching all of the people with uh, watching all of the people of Green Hills go about their daily lives. His favorite person is Donut Lord, who lives with Pretzel Lady. <laughs> we see we see Maddie, who's Tom's <laughs> wife, doing yoga, and she's like, I don't think she was born with any bones. And Sonic can't do yoga. He's trying. He's like, ow, well. Now, um, the only person who knows about him is Crazy Carl. Now, he holds up this picture. Have you seen this picture before? It is an actual internet meme. I, I haven't, but I read about it called Sanic. Sanic. Yes, I've read about it, and they yeah, did that and, intentionally. Yeah, they did that. I, when I saw that in the theaters, I laughed out loud. I was like, ha! I know what that is. Um, <laughs> now, and like, yeah, Sonic trips all of his traps, and he gets caught upside down on one of his own traps. He's like, Oh, and he calls him the Blue Devil. Like, Carl calls Sonic the Blue Devil. He's like, I know you're out there, and I know you're real. And you hear Sonic from somewhere going, no, I'm not. (laughs) And he's he's watching Speed through Donut Lord's window, and he's he's, he's practicing the pop quiz hot shot line. and he's like, oh, we feel like we're family, even though we've never met. And he's he, he's got to be lonely. I mean, he's been on this planet for 10 years. Yeah, with no one. With no one. No one at all. Like, the only person or creature who cared about him, as we can assume, is dead. Um, right. 
At least in the deleted scene, she lived longer. Yeah, that <laughs> that would have made it a little more, I guess, believable that he was able to survive on his own for all this time. Yeah, because he was young. Yeah, he, he was, was really he was, baby, young. He was really baby little. Sonic. Mm-hmm. That's what they called it, baby, baby Sonic. Baby Sonic, yeah. <laughs> um, now, Tom comes home and finds raccoons eating out of his trash can, and they're, like, not even worried about it. He's, like, honking the horn. They're like, whatever, man. And his wife, Maddie, has mail for him. It's from the San Francisco Police Department, and he's been approved to join them. So she's like, yay, and she pulls out this cake and opens it up, and it's the Golden Gate Bridge on fire, and it says, San Francisco sucks. And he's like, San Francisco It's like, oh, wrong cake. So then she pulls out another one that's got, like, him and his cop uniform. He's like, I always knew you could do it. <laughs> like, really? Okay. Well, very sweet to have it ready for both. Either yeah, way. Either yeah. way it happened. Yeah, either way. Um... And you know they're talking about moving, and this was this was this was not the worst product placement I've ever seen in the movie. Of course, nothing in this nothing in this can top Power Rangers and Krispy Kreme donuts. I I will never get over that. Um, but yeah, she was looking on Zillow.com. You know, she doesn't just say Zillow; she has to say Zillow.com, and they have to show you a picture of what the website looks like. Um, how would we know? Yeah, how would we know? Anyone who's never looked looked for apartments or houses has probably never heard of Zillow. Um, now. They're going to move to San Francisco, even though his family has been cops in Green Hills for 50 years. And then he's so he's like giving this speech. It's like, so it is with a heavy heart that I'm going to San Francisco to grow as an officer and a man, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, what do you think? And <laughs> it's, a, it's a donut <laughs> sitting on the hood of his car with a pair of aviator sunglasses on. And he's like, what do you think, Sergeant Sprinkles? <laughs> And Sonic is watching, and so we cut to Sonic, he's watching the uh, Little League playoffs from under the bleachers, still feeling lonely, watching the kids high-fiving each other, and like, oh, I don't have anyone to high-five. So that night he's playing baseball, all all by himself, all the positions, all by himself, because he's Sonic and he can do that. Now he knocks it out of the park and he gets a home run, and of course there's no one there to see it, there's no one there to high-five him. He kind of starts to have a meltdown. Yes. He's just like running as fast as he can around the diamond, and he's like starting to glow blue and shoot sparks and stuff, and then causes this huge blackout. And it's like all across this, this whole region, not just the park, not just the town, everywhere. And he's like, I'm sure no one noticed that giant blue explosion, right? Now, Tom gets a call from Deputy Wade, who is freaking out, because he's, like, looking at the phone. He's like, Tom, what do I do? What do I do? There's phone calls. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, okay, do this. And when he hangs up, he goes, now, what was the first thing he said to do? <laughs> like, he's like me. He forgets stuff that quickly. Um, now, of course, we, uh, um, now Tom finds another glowing blue quill. And um, now we get, we cut to the Pentagon. Now, we always got to have these military types having these military leadings or uh, meetings talking about, uh, you know, what to, what to do. It wasn't North Korea. It wasn't an EMP. It wasn't a satellite, blah, blah, blah. Well, who, what was it? Who do we send in? And the guy, the lead guy's like, we need to send in a specialist for technology. And, and one's like, no, you know, you can't be talking about him. He's like, yes, I do. Or yes, I am. And, and so he's talking about Robotnik. And is that kind of his backstory? I don't really know what his backstory was. Um, I, I forget what it was in the comics. But um, I don't know what his backstory was, oh, yeah. how he got started. I, he was just an evil genius who wanted to turn cute little animals into robots. Um, and, and one of the guys in the room says, he's a psychological tire fire. <laughs> but his drone tech is revolutionary. So next day, Baseball Diamond, we've got soldiers and guys in hazmat suits. They're checking out stuff. When this big black semi pulls in and outsteps Robotnik, Jim Carrey. He is just insane in this role. Did you feel like you were watching another Ace Ventura or another like 
dumb and dumber when you saw him in this. Yeah, I mean, he felt like he was having fun with yeah, the role. He really was. Like and he, it felt like something he hadn't done in a while. I don't, I don't think he has. Like, when was the last time? He, well, I mean, there was Dumb and Dumber 2, which was pretty terrible from what yeah. I understand. Yeah, uh, I, I never saw it. But, um, yeah, like, the last time he had a character this out of the box and this rambunctious, I may have been Ace Ventura. I don't know. Um... So, yeah, and he just talks so fast. Like, I didn't even bother trying to write down most of his lines. Yeah. Because there's, like, so much to talk, to, to, to put down. And, and like, you know, he tells the main um, the main military guy there something, and then, you know, he walks off, and his assistant, his assistant looks at the guy and goes, the doctor says you're basic, or thinks you're basic. Now, <laughs> and, and, and Robotnik could say, tell him to stop looking at me, or I'll bring up his search history. So he sends off all of his drones to search. Search yes. for what? Well, one of them finds Sonic's shoe print. And now Robotnik thinks the cause of this blackout was something not of this world. You know, whatever was in that shoe is not in any database or, you know, any human or animal database. Yeah, and he says it was not a terrorist attack or a baby Bigfoot. Or a I baby guess someone Bigfoot. thought it may have been a baby Bigfoot. Well, we are in Montana. They probably have a lot of crazy uh, conspiracy theories and stuff out there. Um... But, uh, so Sonic is watching the soldiers planning to escape to Mushroom World when the soldiers are outside. You know, right, drones and soldiers are right, out, yep. are right outside. Now, Tom gets a call from Maddie. You know, sister-in-law. She's in, she's in, in San Francisco going to look for places. And her sister-in-law is just, I don't know what her problem is. They never really explain why she hates him so yeah, much. Yeah, they really don't. Because she's like, you know, you know, she... Telling, telling Maddie that she needs to check his phones for dating apps or right. check his phone for dating apps. And this was, okay, the other blatant product placement. The only apps on my phone are the ones that came with it. Oh, and Olive Garden. Yes. Because when you're there, you're family. I was like, did they really? I, I, there and was, it comes up again. There was an Olive Garden right outside the movie theater, you know, across the street. I felt like going in there to see if they had Sonic the Hedgehog shit hung up everywhere. Because you know how, like, when, when Hardee's or McDonald's right. or Burger King has, like, all these... All of these, uh, you know, tie-in promotions, they're usually, like, giving away stuff with it on. Right. Or, like, go to, go to, <laughs> go to Olive Garden and be like, do you guys have any Sonic the Hedgehog wine glasses or anything? <laughs> oh, and to go back to that last thing with Sonic, real quick, just because my son said, you have to put this on your show. Mm -hmm. When he sees the, the men watching outside, he's mm -hmm. like, so what? You ran around a baseball field and lightning shot out of your butt. <laughs> When he heard, he's like, "You got to write that down, Daddy." <laughs> so I, I had to make sure I said that it. was a good one. That, yeah, there, there, there are a couple of jokes where I'm just like, "Come on, did you really need that?" But most of the jokes in this movie are just really good. Uh, I wonder how much of like Sonic's dialogue was improvised, or how much of Robotnik's was improvised. His was pretty much all improvised. I, I can read. imagine. Yeah, his was pretty much all. Improvised. I can imagine. We were talking about Jim Carrey here. Yeah. Um. So. You know, well, anyways, Tom is talking to Maddie, and yeah, sister-in-law says they should, says they should get a divorce. Like, why? Um, but Tom is like, hey, honey, I think the raccoons are back because he hears something in the shed. So he's like, oh, I'm going to take your tranquilizer gun and scare them off. He's like, that tranquilizer's for bears, so, you know, don't shoot any any raccoons with it. So um, Sonic is in Donut Lord's shed getting ready to teleport to Mushroom World when Donut Lord comes in. And, and of course, that's when we get the, uh... Meow that we saw in the in the trailers and then now I just have I have a, such a hard time believing this. He's able to dodge everything in this movie and he knows what a gun looks like, but he doesn't dodge a tranquilizer dart. I guess he just trusts Donut Lord so much that he just didn't think he'd talk. I don't know. He didn't maybe, see him shooting. I don't maybe. Know. Um so yeah, he gets shot with a tranquilizer dart, but then he sees that that 
that Tom's shirt has San Francisco on it. So when he when he drops his ring, he's like, San Francisco. So the ring turns into a portal to San Francisco, and his rings, the rest of his rings fall through. Yes. Now Sonic is in a cage, asleep, and Tom is like poking him with a spatula. <laughs> and that's when he's like, the blue devil. And, and like, you know, Sonic, of course, kind of wakes up and comes out and he turns around. And like, oh, and, and, and Tom's like, you're not here to abduct me, are you? He's like, what, you abducted me. <laughs> I'm like, why are you calling me Donut Lord? Like, because you talk to donuts and then eat them if they get out of line. <laughs> that one, that one got me good. I like that one. Now, of course, Robert, uh, Robotnik's truck pulls up and, um, and, and, and Tom's looking outside and he's like, I'm not in the mood to get probed. And Sonic says, you think you're worried? I'm not even wearing pants. Which he never wears pants. I don't know why that would be a problem. Um, but no, Sonic needs Tom's help to escape. And Sonic can't even walk because his legs are still numb. So he hides in the attic while Tom goes to talk to Robotnik. And of course, Robotnik's like, oh, I'm from the uh, the power company. Yeah. They're trying to, you know, bullshit his way in. Mm-hmm. Tom stops Robotnik. So Robotnik just sends out more drones, like, behind his back. And he's got the, you know, he's controlling everything with his hands. So from behind his back, he sends these drones out. They're searching Tom's house, looking for anything. And, um... I, I did have to note this one, you know, because Robotnik thinks he is so much better than everybody. Right. He thinks he's just the highest form of life on this planet. And he tells Tom, you know, you know, talking about living in this little backwater town, he says, maybe someday you'll achieve your goal of getting a Costco card or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and his other line was, I was spitting out formulas while you were spitting up formula. <laughs> I love that line. Tom's yeah. like, oh, I was breastfed. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Robotnik was like, well, thank you for rubbing that in my orphan face or something <laughs> like that. Um, so, um... Now the drones are up in the in the attic. Sonic is I love this because he's actually curled up into a ball like he does in the game. Yeah. He's sitting in a in a in a pile of other balls like basketballs and stuff. And uh, you know these two drones are like searching and searching and searching, like getting so close. And that's when he kind of like freaks out and he's like ah, he goes rolling down the stairs. And he's like, why don't you have your staircase carpeted as he's going down the stairs? <laughs> now Robotnik forces his way into the house, but instead he finds a raccoon eating Tom's cake. Then Robotnik finds Sonic's quill. And a big drone comes in with guns, and he's like, five seconds to tell me where it is. And Sonic intervenes. Tom, but, you know, Tom punches Robotnik, knocks him out. And then the drone starts shooting just everywhere. And now now Sonic, he's like, oh, I can get it. He jumps on top of it and is like riding it around, spinning all over the place. And he says, can you believe Amazon is going to be delivering packages with these things? I'm not sure if, I, I guess that doesn't count as a fourth wall break, but like, it's, like I said, they do a very good job of just great one-liners in this movie. Um, now, Tom and Sonic escape, of course. Yes. And Sonic's like, and um, now as they're leaving, Sonic's yelling at the drone. He's like, let me know if you want to go round two with the, with the blue or something like that. <laughs> now, Robotnik's, as they're leaving, Robotnik's guys pull up. And, you know, they go in to check on, right. and it's like, and Robotnik's like, why didn't you just go stop them? Why didn't you keep them from leaving? And he's like, you know what the hardest part is about the, being the smartest person in the world? Everyone else is stupid! <laughs> and, and, the, and his little assistant, Agent Stone, Stone I think yes. was his name, he can just, like, quote all of these lines with him. I mean, why would you work for anybody like that? Yeah. I'm like, I don't care how much you pay me. Fuck you, man. <laughs> so Tom and Sonic are leaving Green Hills, and Sonic needs to go to San Francisco to get his rings back. Now, now, first, Tom's just like, okay, stop. He gets, he stops the car, like, tells Sonic to get out. And uh, he's like, hopefully I'm going to wake up in a hospital bed and my doctor's going to tell me that my colonoscopy was a success. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay, San Francisco is that way. Just run as fast as you can. So Sonic does. He just, boom, gone. And then, boom, comes back. 
and he's covered in water. He's got seaweed and a fish and a starfish on him and all this. He's like, okay, I've, I've never... I, oh, no, I, no, I, he, he's specifically, I'm wet, I'm cold, there's a fish on my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I found it. If he was to run from wherever the closest point in Montana to San Francisco, the ocean was, he would have to go 21,000 miles per hour to make it there as fast as he did. Wow. Someone, I guess someone had done the math. Someone probably <laughs> did the math. I, well, I remember when Doc, when uh, um, um, Captain America Winter Soldier came out, someone did the, the or, or no, it might have been the first Avengers movie, someone did the actual physical math to decide if the helicarrier was a viable vehicle. Oh. I'm like, dude, you, you you got too much time on your hands. <laughs> 21,000 miles in a blink of an eye. Yes, 21,000 miles per hour to do that. But when he said that, I'm wet, I'm cold, there's a fish on my head. It actually reminded me of Dumb and Dumber, because the one scene, I don't know if you remember, Jim Carrey, when their parrot dies. Yeah, yeah. Well, our it pets, doesn't die. But our pets' heads are falling off. It's like, we have no money, we have no jobs, our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> So he's like, I know I can't do this on my own. So Sonic, he's like, so Tom's like, okay, fine, I'll help you. And Sonic, I love it, he shakes himself dry really fast and he goes, poofs up like a big blue cotton ball. And he's like, oh yeah, road trip. So, and, and, and he's still calling Tom Donut Lord. And he's like, stop with the Donut Lord. My name's Tom. And um, so, he, so, you know, he's, Tom is finding out that Sonic knows so much about the town and about the people in it. It's like, have you been spying on us? And he's like, no, I wasn't spying on you. More like we were hanging out, but I wasn't invited and nobody knew I was there. <laughs> that's not spying. No, that's not spying at all. I mean, of course, you've seen the part in the trailer that's next because it's like, oh, the world's largest rubber band ball. And he goes, oh, it's like, can we stop? I'm like, no, you can't stop. But he just shoots out the window and comes back anyways. And he's like, you were right. It you're, wasn't that impressive. <laughs> the gift shop was nice. So I got you a mouse pad. <laughs> um... I don't know if, you, if I don't know if there really is a world's largest rubber band ball. I do know there's a world's largest ball of twine somewhere. I forget where it is. Hmm. That's one of those like really who thought that was a good idea, but then it turned into actual tourist destination. Well, I don't think this was real, but I remember back in the day on Pee Wee's Playhouse, he had a huge ball of aluminum foil. So every time he had a piece of aluminum foil, he would roll it out and add it to it. Like I said, I don't <laughs> think it was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Now, um, we have to get, you know, the late night gas stop, the late night pit stop. How many times have we seen this in a movie? Now, Sonic is, of course, just supposed to wait in the car, but then he sees across the, across the way at the piston pit, which is like a biker bar. He's seeing all the motorcycles and cars and just really cool looking stuff. And he's like, oh no, I can't, I can't go. I must resist. I must resist. Now, Tom is going to check in with Wade course finds out they're being labeled as terrorists robotnik is there he's coming for tom and blah 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 blah. Uh, now <laughs> i love this line because um um uh, tom or uh, robotnik says something to, to wade and he's like thank you officer brain fart yeah, and then he says you just sit there and be you useless <laughs> i love that i laughed so hard the first time i heard that now tom gets back to the truck and of course sonic's gone yep. of course he's in the piston pit now he's Sonic sitting at a table with a cowboy hat, and like, a little jacket, he's yeah, and a little, jacket. a little jacket, a little like a t-shirt, like a like a button-up shirt. Where yeah. did he get the shirt from? No idea. Was there like a little kid's lost and found at this place? No idea where he found it. Um, and, I bought it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, "Oh no, we can't go yet. There's a ZZ Top cover band. You should see their beers." I'm like, ten years. That would make this 2010. 
how how would he know who ZZ Top was? I mean, I, I mean, maybe people in Montana like ZZ Top. I like ZZ Top a little bit too, but you know, of course, we get the just like in in a, in um, Howard the Duck, we get the the waitress who thinks that the creepy little character is a kid in a in a, in a mask, in a Halloween costume, in a Halloween yeah. costume. Yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's like nobody's seen this thing, but nobody's freaking out about it. No, you know, nobody's like, hey, what is that? Where, where you know, is that a person? Is that a creature? What is it? I guess we're just conditioned to think none of this stuff would ever be real, so it'd have to be a costume. Yeah, maybe. I guess. But, but I, I like Tom. He's like, no, he's 43 years old. He's just got a rare disease that makes his face look like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Stunts his growth and makes stunts his, his face look like that. Yeah. yeah. So Tom Tom decides to sit down, and he, starts, he, he mentions something about stuff on his bucket list. And he's like, what's a bucket list? And he's like, oh, it's stuff you want to do before you kick the bucket. And... And songs. Oh, I've never kicked a bucket before. <laughs> uh, so he so he runs and gets a piece of paper and starts writing down his bucket list. And he's like, "There's," but then he stops. Like, There's so much stuff I've never done. I'm about to leave Earth forever. I'll never get my chance. So they start filling out as many things as they could from the bucket list right here in the bar. They're line dancing. They're playing darts. They're playing basketball and with riding Sonic as the basketball. With Sonic as the basketball, <laughs> yeah, he gets up on the rim and is like hitting the little sensor, so his score is like a million or something. Uh, and riding the mechanical bull on slow, on first. slow, yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then Tom puts like a quarter in and sends it up to like I forget what it was like Diablo mode or something Probably. like that. But um, I highly doubt that cost a quarter this day and age. Well, maybe it was a dollar coin. Who knows? Who maybe? Yeah, yeah. I was like, the last time I went to an arcade, I was like, are you kidding me? It cost that much to play something? I'll play a game on my phone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, of course, we got to have the obligatory big, hairy, biker-type looking dudes who walk up like, we don't like your kind around here. And I was like, your kind? What kind is that? And and that's what Sonic says. He's like, what kind? He's like, hipsters. And I love Sonic's reaction. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> no. And um, so big bar fight breaks out. Everybody starts punching everybody. Like, like, I've never been in a bar where a fight broke out, but, I mean, good grief. Is it really like this? Do people just start randomly throwing punches at other people? I haven't either, but I love that Sonic thinks because he's seen the movies this is going to work. He tries to break the beer bottle. Oh, the yeah, stand, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like, ding, 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 ding. Is this not breaking? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's not breaking. Okay. Um, now, like, while this big fight is going on, <laughs> Sonic's like, hey, has anyone seen my waitress? I'm still waiting on those buffalo wings. <laughs> Because, yeah, earlier he was like, oh, I want some guac. That's a funny word. Guac, 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 guac. Um, now, now Sonic has to get his own Quicksilver moment here. Yep, I wrote down Quicksilver scene. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. this, like, this was after Days of Future Past. So I'm like, yeah, there's got to... This, ha- this is a Quicksilver moment now. That's what this scene is going to be called. This type of scene is going to be called from now on. Yeah. He's going around. He's giving taking people... Selfies. Taking selfies. Giving people wedgies. and Toilet paper and Toilet people. paper and people. Just all this shit. He moves Tom away from danger. Stops to eat some chili dogs, which is a... I like to see as a throwback to the TV show because in the TV show he loved chili dogs. Oh, okay. that was like his favorite thing in the world. Well, in, in the TV Tom show, pays for it later. Yeah, but I did not know that. But yeah, he ends up putting like the bear head they have hung on the wall. Yeah, on the yeah. main guy puts it on the guy who was about to tackle him. Yeah, and uh, then it's just kind of like all oh, everything just, whoo, just goes 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 fast again. Yep. And uh, he's like, okay, we should probably get out of here. Should we leave? We should. Yeah, okay. Uh, and as they're leaving and all these people are chasing after their car and Sonic's like, I can't say for sure, but I think they like me. <laughs> now they've stopped at a hotel and he actually, Sonic actually had start a bar fight on his bucket list. So, um, so he's like, so what are we going to do now? And no, oh, well, we're just going to wait here and leave in the morning. And now, and, um, and he's like, 
And Tom says something like, you can't do anything outside of this room. Anything in this room, you can do whatever you want. So he just goes crazy for a split second. Yeah. Like everything, toilet paper, every knocking over the lamps all over the place. And then he comes back, having taken a shower in his, he's in a, in a towel and everything. And we have to get our obligatory fart joke here. And um, It's still made for kids. Kids still love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like fart jokes too, but not when they're that blatant i guess you know if it's something a little less unexpected i don't know because tom does get to say you better check your fur on that one buddy (laughs) you better check your fur um so um sonics keep talking about how he's gonna really miss earth and maybe he could have a life here and um sonic has make a real friend on his bucket list that's the only item on his bucket list that hasn't been checked off so yeah he got to check off every he got to write his bucket list and then check it all off in the bar. Well, I guess he made his bucket list based off what he saw happening in the bar. Maybe. So, you Maybe. know, he doesn't. If he doesn't know what a bucket list is, he doesn't. He wouldn't know what else to put on there other than stuff he's seeing right at that moment. Yeah, I guess so. Um, now Tom turns on the news and sees his face on the news as a domestic terrorist. Yes, of course. Now Robotnik is looking for Sonic at the bar, and you know tries to interrogate the the big guy from the, who, who went out the window with the bear head on his head. And uh, he's trying to, the guy's trying to like strong arm or like, or like uh, extort or, um, yeah, I guess extort would be the word. Um, robotic. And he's like, oh, well, hold on a second. And just, again, this guy goes flying out another window. So they find their truck via satellite. And Sonic and Tom, they're on the road. They're talking about Tom's bucket list. And Tom's bucket list item is to be a real cop in San Francisco. This upsets Sonic. Very much. <laughs> He gets really mad that that Tom is leaving Green Hill Zone. Right. He's like, "They're your people." Green Hill Zone. Oh, I, did, <laughs> I, 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 just, I just said, I, "Sorry, Freudian slip." I said Green Hill Zone. Green Hills, Montana. Montana. <laughs> I just, I actually in my in my notes, I was just typing GH all the time to keep from oh, having okay. to say type Green Hills all the time. But um, yeah, Sonic's pissed. He's like, "You're gonna leave. This is your home, and you're choosing to leave. I've never. I was forced out of my home, and you're choosing to leave yours." But as they're talking about this, Robotnik is sending out this big-ass drone truck after Sonic and Tom. Now, it, it shoots a harpoon from behind them, and Sonic's still mad at Tom. And Tom's like, have you not noticed the giant harpoon in the dashboard? <laughs> so, like, um, he, he manages to... As Sonic is getting really emotional about, about Tom leaving Green Hills, he's, like, starting to glow blue again. And, um... Tom, like, floors the gas pedal to break the harpoon, and Sonic goes flipping off back towards the truck. And, you know, he he hits the truck. He curls up in the ball, hits the truck. The truck, like, big jumps up and f- falls over on one side. And he's, like, kind of walking out. He's like, oh, I guess I had a bonus life. <laughs> and I hate this because in the trailer, he was doing a different dance. He wasn't flossing. That dance, Um, that's called a floss because Fortnite. Because kids love Fortnite and I fucking hate it. Um, But, you know, that's a a popular dance. People call it the Fortnite dance. Um, So the big drone is down, but little drone pops out. This smaller four-wheel drone pops out and Sonic's like, I think that tank just had a baby. Yep. Uh, And the the drone is like shooting some kind of EMP device and they dodge it and it hits this family van and shorts everything out and they're all like freaking out. It was really funny. Um, Sonic takes out the little drone again, but even smaller drone pops out of it. So now Tom's like, okay, I've got this one. I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you just let Sonic do it? He's doing really well. Why do you have to do this? And he's like, okay, I got this. But he 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 puts the car in 
He puts the truck in cruise control, tells Sonic to take the wheel, and he grabs like a just tire keep it iron. Straight. Yeah, just keep it straight. And he says, I feel just like Vin Diesel. It's all about family, Tom. <laughs> oh, wow. Wonderful, wonderful fourth. Well, not even, I guess that wouldn't even be a fourth wall break because this is supposed to be happening in the real world. Yeah. Um, now, Tom decides he's going to take out this little drone with a tire iron. And he does, but and then an even smaller drone pops out. This little tiny little like flying drone. And it starts to cut the roof off of Tom's truck. So after the, so they waited until after it has completely cut the top of the truck off. The Sonic grabs it and takes it apart, but then something starts beeping. It's like, oh, that's never a good sign. <laughs> that's never a good sign when stuff is beeping. And this little red beeping thing is stuck to his hand. Yeah. So they finally get it off just as it explodes. We think Sonic is dead for a second. It was like, of course he's not gonna be dead. And now Robotnik is yelling at his assistant when he finds the quill in his assistant's coat. And he's, um, you know, going to analyze this and going to figure out what's going on. Now, Tom pulls up to his sister's... Well, because one way he tries to analyze it first, he sticks it on oh, his right, tongue. Oh, right, right. He sticks it, it on his tongue. Like, and then he, like and a 9-volt then, battery. And then, and then he, he, like, he, like, points it towards his, towards his, like, uh, towards his assistant, like, you want some? And the guy's like, no, no. Yeah, because no. I love that scene, because when he first goes to his assistant, he's like, pin yourself to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pin <laughs> yourself to the wall. I love that. Because when he first asks him, he's like, what are they still doing? He's like, oh, they, they look like real survivors. Robotnik did not like that. No, <laughs> that's he when he told him. To yeah, he told him the, the guy wall. to pin himself to the wall. So the guy grabs himself by the neck and <laughs> shoves himself up against the wall. Um, now Tom pulls up to his sister-in-law's house in San Francisco, and of course she's not going to let him in. She's like, "Oh no, no, no! You're not coming to my house! You're not coming to my house!" And he's got Sonic wrapped up in a blanket. So everybody, Tom, his sister-in-law, Maddie, they're all kind of yelling at each other. The dog comes up and pulls the blanket off of Sonic. And his his niece's name is Jojo. His his niece's name. And and his his sister-in-law's like, oh, catch me, Jojo. Fall just passes right out. Now, um, while Robotnik is analyzing the quill, it shorts out his entire truck. So whatever is this, whatever his quills are made of are really, really powerful. And then he has this really weird dance scene where he's like dancing and like messing around with holograms. And he did that on his own and they put in the, him running from a dinosaur uh-huh. because he almost got the role of some, one of the doctors in Jurassic Park. So that was kind of like an ode. To are that. you serious? How did I not know that? <laughs> In the original Jurassic Park? Yeah, the original. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. The only thing that could have made that movie better if <laughs> Jim Carrey is one of the doctors. Yeah, I can't remember like if it was the main one. I, I read it, but I didn't write down the name. But... Well, there's only like one doctor character in I the thought, whole movie. Though. It was Dr. Wu, I think his name was. Or, I forget. Um, but yeah, that, that would have been funny. Um, now he turns around and his assistant is there and it scares him. Like, what are you doing here? He's like, I thought you'd like a latte with some steamed Austrian goat milk. Mm-hmm. And I love the way he says, like, of course I like a latte. I love the way you make them. <laughs> like yelling in this guy's face. Yelling I love compliments. Them. Yes, yelling compliments. <laughs> now, now all of Robotnik's machines are being powered by Sonic's one quill. Um, Maddie is looking at Sonic and she's like, I'm a vet. I have no idea what this is. You know, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm an animal vet. This is, I don't know what this is. You know, his shoes are all chewed up. Like, he's worn them out. He's right. like, where did he even get these shoes? How long has he had them? Um, his sister-in-law is tied up in a chair. And Tom's like, we could use some smelling salts. 
He's like, I have, I have human smelling salts. He's like, do you have any like cat smelling salts or something? Like, no, cat smelling salts are not a thing. (laughs) So he's like, okay. And so they, they like use these smelling salts on Sonic and he's immediately like, boom, up. And he yells, gotta go fast and starts (laughs) running around the runner, running around the house. And, um, he comes back and says, what year is it? Is the rock president? (laughs) Like, God, I can only hope so. Now, um. (laughs) Jojo, the little girl, gives Sonic a new pair of shoes. The very iconic red and yep. white Sonic shoes. Yep. And um, Maddie's like, well, Tom, you said you wanted to help people. Here's your choice. He's he's here. He's a person. Even though he's an animal, he still counts. So, And at this point, Sonic is talking to the dog. Because earlier, Tom said that, that the dog was his best animal friend. And it's like, so you're Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. I don't see the appeal. Um, now they have to go to the Transamerica building because that the top of the Transamerica building is where Sonic's rings wound up. Right. Um, almost, and they decided to let Sonic drive for some reason. Why did they do that? <laughs> and I, God, I laughed so hard when he gets because like the cars, the front of the car is all messed yeah. up, and they're like, okay, and he's like parked up on the curb, and he looks at him and says, and please. Five stars. As an Uber driver, I laughed so freaking hard at that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to use that in the future. Oh, as an Uber driver, side note, there is a newer episode of Big City Greens where Grandma becomes one and is trying to get five stars. Oh! That you have got to see. Oh my God, that show is so brilliant. Oh, so, yes. we, I know what I'm doing when we're done here. <laughs> Anyways, um, now I'm going to be thinking Big City Greens, Green Hill Zone. No. If anyone who hasn't watched Big City Greens, you don't have to have kids to enjoy that show. It is enjoyable as all get out as it is. Um, anyway, so so they have to get to the top of this building, and Sonic for some reason, like Sonic can like run all the way up to the to, I guess all the way up to the door was like, oh no, I need a card. Why couldn't he just run up the side of the building? I'm sure he could have done that if he wanted to. But no, um, and, and he's like, we got to get a special key to get up the roof. And Tom says, well, time to abuse the powers entrusted to me. So they're walking into the building. They've got Sonic in a duffel bag. Yes. And he's like, and he walks up to the lady. He's like, there's a jumper on the roof. Uh, yeah, I had to come all the way to, he's like, he holds up his badge and she's like, you came all the way from Montana. He's like, yes, that's, that's how important this is. He's like, okay. Gives him a, gives him a card. And they're waiting for the, <laughs> they're waiting for the elevator. And Sonic is talking from inside the duffel bag. And one of them's like, do you have a child in your duffel bag? And like, no, no, no. That's, it, it's, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not my child. It's a child. It's not my child. Um, That's and, not and, and Sonic says, this is the worst, this is worse than the dog cage you had me in earlier. So they make it to the roof and they let Sonic out. And he's got a pair of like. Tom's underwear stuck to his head. He's like, what were you keeping in this bag? Pickled farts or a jar of pickled farts. And uh, now Sonic has his rings back, but he is reluctant to to leave. Like just one more thing. I'm sorry. I was hard on you. It's a tough decision to leave green Hills and Sonic. Of course he doesn't want to go, but he can't stay. These last two days have been the best two days of his life. So Sonic thanks Tom's for saving his life. And he throws a ring, but the drones are already there. So like it bounces off the drone and like falls off and, He's like, and Sonic looks at him, he's like, okay, did someone leave their find my phone on? And Robotnik's there in his new ship. He's now decked out in red and has goggles, just like Robotnik should look like, kind of. Um, and then he's like, the time is talking for over. It's time to push buttons. <laughs> I love that line. Um, Sonic, this is the this is the only time he calls him Eggman. Or maybe he calls him Eggman twice. One, one more time, yeah. But this is the first time in the movie right. he refers to him as Eggman. Yep. Um, and Sonic pushes Tom and Maddie off the roof. And, and Robotnik says, I wasn't expecting that. 
but I was expecting not to expect something, so that doesn't count. <laughs> Great line. Yeah. Uh, and then we get another Quicksilver moment where Sonic destroys all of the drones in slow motion, but Robotnik powers up his ship with Sonic's quill, and now he's as fast as Sonic. And he's like, I, I, I love that Sonic loses his rings when he gets hit, just like in the yeah, game. Yep. I freaking love that. Um, but Sonic manages to throw a ring and teleport Tom and Maddie back to Green Hill's they land in some old bar, old farmer's barn, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Tom, I'm glad you're here. Old Bessie was about to give birth." And you hear this cow like, <laughs> up in the distance, and and Tom's just like, "Okay, man, hold, just give me a second. Yeah, <laughs> no time for that right now. Yeah. So Sonic takes off, and Robotniks gives chase. Gives chase. So here we are again. We've been, and Sonic's like, "We've been through so much together." He's he's monologuing or or narrating again. He's like, "Want to know how it ends?" Yeah, me too. <laughs> so even you know, so, so he he uses a ring and he's teleporting to Paris. He's teleporting the Great Walls of China, and Robotnik's just chasing him everywhere. Yeah, because Sonic's shocked that he can keep up with. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's like Price. nothing's ever been able to keep up with him. Um, now I want to know, like, how how is Robotnik's reflexes fast enough to keep up with him? That's that's an I'd be wrapping myself around a building. Um, but no, they, so they escape to, and now they're in the pyramids. And Sonic starts up to spin up a sandstorm to try and blind Robotnik. And then he escapes to the top of the pyramid, which opens to Green Hill Zone. But but Robotnik hits him with a missile. I did it again. I said it again, didn't I? Green Hill Zone. Oh, that's 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 like twenty some odd years of being a gamer for you, right there. Yeah. Um, I remember actually I was calling somewhere sometime and I had to get put on hold, and the hold music was the Green Hill Zone music. Oh wow! I, I think I was calling Game Informer to cancel my subscription or something, but like, oh, they're playing music from Sonic. That brings me back. Um. <laughs> Now, yeah, so just as Sonic is going through the portal, he gets blown up. So then back in Green Hill Zone, there's suddenly this blue hedgehog in the middle of the road and, and Robotnik's coming through. Very slowly. Very, now. very slowly, yes. Like, wouldn't... I, I'd be afraid of, like, the, the ring closing and, like, cutting my ship in half right. or something. Um, so he's like, any last words? Of course, Robotnik. Any last words? And, and Sonic says, guac. I like that word. <laughs> You know, Robotnik's, of course, he's being a typical villain. He's monologuing or whatever. And and Tom uses a ring to get to the top of Robotnik's ship. And, and like, so they start fighting again. And Robotnik has this line, who do you think you are? And Tom's like, I'm the donut lord, you son of a... But then, like, he gets hit again and knocked knocked out. Tom's knocked out. But then Deputy Wade steps in. He actually uses his gun for once. He's like, that's our sheriff you're messing with. And I love this because Crazy Carl comes up with a friggin' chainsaw. And he's like, and that's our blue devil. One who everyone can see is very real yeah. creature and not at all invented by me. <laughs> and Sonic is still out cold. And, and you know, of course, this is the second, oh no, Sonic's dead moment we've got in this movie. Um, and it's like, oh, I don't mean to be indelicate, but uh, someone should get some ice to keep the body fresh. He's just a little blue alien. And, of course, that makes no tell. That little blue alien was my friend. And as soon as he says friend, Sonic springs up again. And he's going full Thor with a lightning show and everything. Full, full bore Thor. If that... <laughs> I just made up a new term. Full bore Thor. Um, he's like, I'm not. He's like, this is my power. I'm not using it to run it away anymore. I'm using it to protect my friends. Now, Robotnik attacks again. Sonic dodges everything. And... In the theater, the first time Sonic hit his ship, I counted. I started counting. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Now, he hits it way more than eight times. But in the game, 
every boss you had to fight, I'm pretty sure it was everyone in all the series, or at least all the Genesis games, you had to hit the boss eight times. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I, I counted it. You know, um, you had to hit it eight times before it, before it would stop. Um, now, yeah, like I said, he hits robots, or he, hit, he hits robotic ship way more than eight times. And uh, now, he's, now, again, he says, guess what, Eggman? I'm leaving Earth. I'm not leaving Earth. You are. So Tom throws another ring and Sonic knocks Robotnik back through it, sending him to the Mushroom Planet, which was his escape route the whole time. Right. Just a planet full of mushrooms. Um, another uh, another zone in the game. Zone in the game. Yeah, that was. I think that was in the... Th- it was either Sonic Knuckles, I think, that was a Mushroom Hill, Hill Zone. I forget. Um, now Tom offers Sonic a high five, and Sonic's like, oh, I can finally do a high five. And so, but, but Tom's like, no more pushing people off of buildings. And Sonic's like, I, you know I can't guarantee that. <laughs> and that's when Maddie remembers her sister is still tied up. Yeah, her sister's did. still sitting there tied up in this chair, and her little girl's running around going, gotta go fast, gotta go fast. And she's like, JoJo, put on my Fitbit. I can at least get some steps. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's how it works. Yeah, that's totally how it works. Um, and, and now Maddie's like, we can never go back there. And Tom's like, okay, well, I don't really want to go back to San Francisco. Green Hill's starting to feel more like home. So they're going to stay in Green Hill. And, uh, <laughs> Wade, Deputy Wade starts going, okay, folks, nothing to see here. You act like, act like you've never seen a fight between a space hedgehog and a robot with a doctorate. <laughs> now this part, this was the part I was talking about where I actually almost got a little choked up when they were playing this like jazzy piano rendition of the Green Hill Zone music. I just heard that in the theater and I was like, oh, that's my, that's my childhood right there. Even, even for not being a diehard Sega fan, I've always loved Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, so Tom and Maddie are putting their house back together and military guy that the leader from the beginning yeah. of the movie comes back to offer them a gift for keeping their mouth shut and he hands them an envelope and like, Oh, I wonder what this could be. And it's an, it's an Olive Garden gift card. $50. $50 Olive $50. Garden <laughs> gift card. And, and there's like, Oh, okay. And then, and then the guy goes, have you ever tried their never-ending pasta bowl? Yeah, because they say, it, the, the way you said that made it sound like it was going to be something bigger. And oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, never-ending pasta bowl totally helps, just totally totally pays us back for covering up for your conspiracy. Yes. Because, um, yeah, they, you know, they're like, hey, have you ever found robotics? Oh, the military has no knowledge of that person ever existing. No, no record of them ever existing. Now, after he leaves... Well, he yeah. asked if they had oh, any yeah, contact they, yeah, he with, asked the, with, with the blue guy. With the blue guy, yeah. yeah. Now, he leaves, and they're like, no, we haven't seen him. Bye. Now, Sonic was behind the couch the whole time, of course. And um, now now they've, you know, he's like, um, Thomas is like telling Sonic, okay, time to go back to your cave. It's a school night or something <laughs> yeah, like that. It's 3 p.m. Yeah, it's 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, no, time to go back to your cave. He's like, no, where are you going? He's like, I'm going back to my cave. He's like, no, your cave is up there. So they, up in the attic, they've moved, they've turned it into a bedroom for Sonic, basically. Everything he had Everything in his he cave. had in his cave, all his comic books and his beanbag chair. His race bed. He's did got, he, he, did he have bed. the race bed? I thought, he, I thought, I didn't think he had the race bed in his, in his, uh, I'll have to go back. It wasn't on. in his cave? I don't think it was in his cave. I okay, think that it was, was something the they put up there write, for, yeah, yeah. You might be right. Um, now, now he has a home. Sonic has a home. Now, we start to roll credits, except Robotnik is still alive on Mushroom Planet, and despite being really thin, he's starting to look like Robotnik. He's got the big mustache and the bald head, and he still has Sonic's quill, so we know he's going to be back. He's going to find some way to bring himself yes. back to Earth. And he's jumping from mushroom to mushroom. Yeah, jumping like from him. mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also had a, had a rock that looked like a person that he was calling Agent Stone. 
like, yeah. like earlier the guy earlier now i love the i love the credits just because it looks like the old sonic games it looks really good so after a while we still get a stinger that introduces tails now if these and he's and tails like if these readings are correct i found him i just hope i'm not too late did you know that tails's name was miles prower no miles prower Miles per hour. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog and Miles per hour. <laughs> now, <sighs> no. uh, that, that, that's what I get for actually own a lot of the old comic books. Um, now, I want to know, like, how is he supposed to know Sonic? If Sonic has been Earth on Earth since his childhood, how would they know each other? That's, my, that's one of my questions. But we know and we're getting a sequel. It might be sequel. that he doesn't know. He knows that there's one of that... Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's, he's following the readings like, oh, there's another one of us yeah, right. somewhere. Cause yeah, he, he even does the little flying with his two tails thing, which I've never been able to figure out how it works. Cause it's not like his spine rotates right, or something. It's like he, just, he has two tails and he uses them to fly. Um, I've, I, I know we're getting a sequel. I have actually heard rumors that Dwayne, the rock Johnson might be doing the voice of knuckles, which that could be very interesting. But um, I don't but now he's not going to be the president. They make the joke. He's got to <laughs> come and be the president. president. Well, they might have to make a joke about him sounding presidential or something. Yeah, yeah you sound like you, you could be the president or something. Oh god, that'd be funny. But no, I'm excited to see what the future holds for this franchise. Because I mean, if they keep because this is, I will say this is probably the best video game movie based directly on a video game I have ever seen. It's pretty good. It, it I mean, it's pretty good. It's like I think it's the only video game movie I actually have in my collection. I don't even own like Mario Brothers or Mortal Kombat or any of those things. I, I mean, you, I know you own Mortal Kombat, but like I also own a lot of the Resident Evil. So okay, but yeah, I didn't yeah. play the game. I wasn't a game player. Of it, okay, so. well, yeah, I guess if you haven't played the game, those movies are okay. But uh, I know I knew people who were diehard fans of the games and they hated the movie. Of course, fans, diehard fans, usually ruin something. I don't know because I, I we I remember at the theater just a side story. And I remember at the end, with the guy they recruit into the Nemesis Project, uh-huh. there was these two guys sitting behind me and my cousin just going, Nemesis! Nemesis! <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> they were excited about that part, at least. Oh, I actually never played Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. I, I didn't play any of the PlayStation 1 Resident Evils. The first Resident Evil I ever played was Resident Evil 4, and I played that on the Wii. Now, that is one of my all-time favorite games. But, like... Okay. I, I I did not play Resident Evil 2 until they remade it just recently for the for the PS4 and Xbox One, and now I have the the uh, Resident Evil 3 remake too. So, I if they ever do a Resident Evil 4 remake, oh, I hope they do that one well. <laughs> but we're getting off topic. We're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. We're finished talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. We really, I really enjoyed this yeah, movie. I hope good. you did too. Um, so, I don't know what we're gonna be talking about next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing one of the films someone submitted to us. And the reason we're going to be able to do a full spoiler review is this movie is fully available on YouTube to watch. So go watch it. What I'm is that movie? We Are the Missing. We Are the Missing. Yes. So if you don't want We Are the Missing to be spoiled, go watch it. It's on YouTube. And I'll be providing links throughout the week so that you know where to find it. Sounds good. But that is going to wrap things up for this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. See, I got it right this time. (laughs) (laughs) And always remember, whether you are in your car or in your theater, be sure and check your blind spots. You guys take care, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you next time.